What's going on, golf addicts? It's the Tour Junkies from a couch. Woo! For the Players' Championship 2023 DB, Pat, we're normally virtually together. Today, yeah. we are physically together. See? Right here. We can touch each we're other. We're together. We I'm drinking touch. tequila. We're going to get on one early. That's right. Brewski. Mm-hmm. Podcast juice in the house. It's one of our favorite weeks of the year, the Players' Championship from TPC Sawgrass. I'm in Savannah. We're on the way to Pontevedra, manana, to do some media stuff, have yeah. some fun. Yeah. We got a jam-packed show tonight. We got big, notes. We got, we notes got big and... stuff. Big stuff. We're about to announce the some of Pat's punishment because if you remember correctly, mm. we 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 spun the wheel last mm-hmm. week and it landed on uh, he's got to do the Twitter love confession every day for for a week starting tonight. Yep. Why didn't you bring the betting wheel here? Because it's too much. It's too annoying. I know, but I, I think I deserve some time with the betting. No, goal. because then no, because I then it, it gets it gets different mojo in your house. You always lose. So if you bring it in here, then you I know I that's what I'm trying to change. No, my I, didn't, mojo. I didn't do it. You could try to confiscate it from my house or a master's okay. week. That's You're right. not taking it right now. Um, listen, thanks for being in the chat. We appreciate it. Hope everything sounds good, looks okay. We did our best. No technical difficulties tonight, which is weird. So far, off to a really weird start. Mm-hmm. But I'm about to announce the loser, or, or, or you know, Pat's punishment, who he's going to be sending the weekly Twitter thing to. I didn't know you were going to do this so early. Yeah, I want to I get in there early. But before I do that, you know, we do the Listener League. You know, you're, if you're looking for the Listener League, um, the winner every year gets an all-expense-paid trip to come to Augusta or Savannah, spend a weekend with me and Pat, play some golf, have some food, have some drinks. And we did that experience this past weekend with our friend Burt Kitchen. Shout out, Burt. Just won the Listener League right. last year. Uh, he just left us yesterday. But we had a wonderful time with Burt. Played a couple rounds of golf. Had a good time. Look, at there's us and Burt in oh, there. Oh, look at us. At the landings in Savannah. That's where Burt wanted to come hang out. We had a great time. He got to see Pat, you know, do his, do his thing on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, did a, did a thing. That was fun. Had yeah. a great time. So appreciate Bert. And listen, that's that I'm telling you, if you guys hit up Bert in the nut hut and you're like, Bert, was it worth it? He'd be like, hell yeah. And, and I'm sure he would. You need to get in the listener league. Yeah. Get in the nut hut, get involved. We had it speaking of nut hut, had a great week. We had nut hut props going 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 pretty well. I had another good week in prize picks. Mm-hmm. The heater continues. Not for me. Well, I mean, it was a mild, it was a mild heater, but it was still a heater. It was still up. You know, our boy Marcus, he had the lady plays. His lady plays did really mm, well they in the did. Nut Hut. Hit a 20 to 1 winner with two units, won 40 units with that. Way to go, Marcus. We are so proud of so you. So proud, Marcus, of you and your lady plays. He gave yeah. some great DraftKings plays in there, too. Mm-hmm. All exclusive content you can get in our Discord. The link is in the description of the video or the podcast. Uh, get in there because this is a huge week for it. We're going to save you a bunch of time, save you a bunch of research. All that stuff. We put all the goodies in there, and uh, and there's a great community in there trying to win money, betting, and playing fantasy golf. And you know, this week we're going to Ponte Vedra. I said we're going to be credential yeah. media for like the third or fourth year in a row at Sawgrass. We're going to be walking the golf course tomorrow and Wednesday with some of our caddy friends, our player friends, some coaches. We're going to be on the ground figuring out what it is you need to know how the golf course is going to play, and we'll pass all of that information along to one exclusive spot, the Nut Hut. The yeah. Discord. So get in there. $19.99 a month, $199 for the year. It's the best money you've ever spent. If you're spending 20 bucks a week on any sort of golf gambling, you're way over the amount that at that point you should go ahead and be getting the, the, the Discord access, full premium version. It's worth every penny. Uh, roughly around 500 crazy nuts in there doing that every month, around 1,000 or so lingering in there and just doing nothing, you know, but it's a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. All right. Are you ready to know your punishment, Pat, before we get into the 9K, 10K range on DraftKings, before we give our thoughts on the chalk, before we give our thoughts yeah. on cash plays, GPP plays fades? I guess. Why are you waiting so long? Why did you put the cooler, by the way, and the alcohol way over there? That's not what I do when I'm in here. I, I put it, like, right next okay, to Okay, well, I'm sorry. Let me, hold on. Let me. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, that, that goes closer to us. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Thank you. All right. This over here. Okay. okay, I didn't know that's what I didn't, I didn't know the yeah. game plan. I'm in a new place, new territory. Uh, all right, so for losing the uh, for losing the was it the six K line? No, the all hatred line. All hatred line. Because of freaking Wallace. Yeah, Matt Wallace. For losing the all hatred lineup contest a couple of weeks ago, spinning the betting wheel. Your punishment for the next week 
you have to compose a tweet, tag the person in the tweet every day, once a day, has to be sweet, kind, thoughtful, and sincere, and tag them today through Sunday. That's your point. Wait, today or tomorrow? Starting today. Tonight. Tonight. You have to compose one tonight, yeah. You could even do it. You could do it live on the show. Well, then, but then you'll get upset with me because you'll tell me I'm not paying attention. Well, it depends on how long it takes. Okay. The, right. uh, the person who you will be sending this to is Mr. Matt Wallace. Exactly. Oh, my The goodness. guy who oh, caused you geez. to lose the competition. We know you love Maddie, Maddie Dub. Okay, I can't wait to do one. We know you uh, love Maddie you know, Dub. Yeah. 50,000 followers on Twitter. You're going to you're gonna tag him. We normally don't tag golfers and do all that stuff. Yeah. You know, we have our own relationships with guys. We don't have a relationship no, with Matt. Don't, I'll be, don't worry. I will be, you know, very respectful. Yeah. I won't, like, tag him about, like, losing money or anything like that. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of early on in Tour Junkies lore back in 2015, uh, maybe tw- early 2016. You on a podcast went off on a player and just made fun of him. You said he sh- the national should quote rescind his invitation to play the Masters. Yeah, I think I said something about throwing up in my mouth. You said something about throwing up in your mm-hmm. mouth. It got back to that player, and that player reached out, and we had him mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, Masters Week 2016, he ended up being one of our, our good friends. If he's watching, if he's listening, love you, man. Stephen Bowditch. So, yeah. I mean, what if out of this blossoms love for, you know, you and Matt Wallace have like a, mm. I'm sure after a couple of days he's going to be like, oh, what, I don't, I'm not doing But I, I could, hope that we see Matt Wallace while we're down in Ponte Vedra. Yeah. Because if I lock eyes with, Ponte, with, with, with Matt Wallace and, you know, like something special happens, then I can tweet about that. And like things might like blossom into a relationship with them. So. That, that could be really special. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as you see Pat writing these tweets, please share them. You know, yeah. the more it gets out, the more that the, the better it, it, it all is for all of us. Okay, you ready to talk DraftKings? Yes. All right, we're going to talk DraftKings, DFS, every price range. I'm Are you going to let me it. know what's going on in the chat there? Or nope, is that, nope, I can't know what's going anything. on in the chat. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Presented to you by our friends at Front Nine Coffee. We appreciate Front Nine Coffee sponsoring the podcast the way they do uh, every single week here on the Tour Junkie Show. If you go to FrontNineCoffee.com, that's front the number nine coffee.com. Use promo code TJ10. You get 10% off your entire order every time you order. Last I checked, I'm still in the lead. I do think Pat's starting to close the gap in terms of our own special, unique coffee blends that we have there yeah uh, i've been enjoying some of pat's spaceship coffee that's uh whole bean that he he, yeah. he gets grinded I've, in the morning i've made you some nice cups of coffee while yeah. you've been here it's been delicious so if you want something that's freshly roasted delivered to your door and it's roasted after you order it so you know it's fresh delivered to your door and it's from people who love golf okay they love coffee the local small business in augusta georgia that supports the tour junkies and tour junkies listeners then help us and help our friends out at Front Nine Coffee. Go to frontninecoffee.com. Promo code TJ10. Link in the description of the video and the podcast. All right, Pat. Let's get it. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's the players week. Okay? So, like the last couple of weeks, it's like every event of the Florida Swing. Is, is the, the, the hashtag is carnage. You know, you're going to have carnage. You're going to have some popular players crap the bed. You're going to have some... You know, unpopular players that came out of nowhere that do well. There, there is an element of carnage here at the Players' Championship. Um, we see it every single year. Uh, it, it's one of those, again, Florida swing weeks where it just feels like let, let the chalk take shape. Come Wednesday yeah. evening, we'll be doing our live chat, by the way. Chalk Bomb Ben, very smart, very good DFS player. You know, part of the Tour Junkies family. Um, very sharp. He's going to have a lot of data for you. But he also is going to have his helicopter fan in the... I hate when that happens with coasters, when it sticks to the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. He's also going to have his, he- his helicopter fan in the microphone. But that'll, that'll happen in the Discord Wednesday night. Be sure and you catch that because me and Pat will be at TPC. We will make sure all the information we get all week gets funneled to Ben and to you guys in the Discord. Um, but it's, uh, you know, let the ownership thing take place. Good news is, weather looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, ownership is so key this week, more than any th- other week, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe not. But the fact that we have such good ownership projections in the Nut Hut is going to be fantastic. Cause, uh, yeah, we do. I'm going to be fading some chalk this week. 
Our ownership projections have gotten a lot better. Yeah. We're, we're, we're aggregating ownership from across probably four to six sites a week and then showing you the average ownership and the deviation between the high-low marks there in terms of ownership. That's in the Nut Hut if you're a paid member under the research channel, so be sure and you check that out. That'll be talked up on Wednesday. But yeah, I mean, this is one of those weeks where you got to prepare for some carnage. Mm -hmm. um, and, and actually, I, was, I saw this from, shout out to the DFS Daily. Um, they said this. So we've had these last three elevated events, the Waste yeah. Management, the Genesis, and the API. And they took winning lineups from three GPPs each week, like a $3 or $20 and like a mid-range and like a $3,000 one. Mm -hmm. And they looked at how, that whole, how those lineups were composed. Seven of those nine winning GPP lineups across those three weeks had one six, at least one 6K player in it that obviously had some upside, played well. Mm -hmm. And all nine, all nine winning lineups for the last three elevated events had a player at 10K or over. So, okay. you know, as we've seen, we've had these stacked 10K ranges because Rom and Sheffer and Rory are just playing unbelievable yeah. right now. And it's... We get this question, I feel like, every week. So, like, can I fade Rom, Rory, Scheffler? And the answer has been for the last few weeks, probably not. Probably not. It actually fits in well with what I was planning to do. So What's that? Why don't, you, why don't you tell us? Play a hell of a lot of John Rom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Okay, so you're going Rom. Uh, yeah. let's, let's talk about the top. And I'd, be, I'd love for you guys to put that in the YouTube comments. Click the like button. Please, if you're watching, click the like button. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you don't mind, and drop this comment. Who are you? You got to pick one. Rom, Rory, Scheffler. That's the question we keep having to ask ourselves, and it's made for some compelling golf because these guys are all three playing at such a high level. So you're you're committed to Rom. I mean, eleven eight. This is also like not the softest pricing we've ever no. seen for the Players Championship, which I kind of like. Yeah. So you're you're paying up for Rom when you could get Scheffler at twelve hundred dollars less. You know what? I am still going to pay up for Rom. And I th now, there's here's the thing about Rom this week. You could either go like think that maybe his ownership's going to be lower because of what happened last week at the API. And then on the other hand, like everybody may be thinking that and then all of a sudden oh, everybody's yeah. on on Everybody's uh, going to be saying that. On Rom. So, look, I'm just going to go with Rom. I'm going to overweight him and just play the heck out of him. Now, yeah. look, he <sighs> Other than, like, off the tee, which is where the problem was last week for John Rahm, everything else was just where it is usually for him. You know, I don't think that's, I think that's just a one-week occurrence. I don't think it's a normal thing. We're not going to see it um, week in and week out. I think you go back to John Rahm. I think, you know, don't be scared of the price. There are some guys, like, there's plenty of 6K plays that you can find. There in are. Lower 7K guys. There are. You can play John Rahm. Yeah, um, I mean, it's kind of nuts, though, right? Like, that you get Scheffler so much cheaper. I, I, I wonder, like, let's look at early, because there's been some content that's come out already, because it's a big week. We're just lagging behind. But mm -hmm. uh, of the, let, let's look at Fantasy National. Let's look at calculated ownership for now in this range. Out of the top three, this is Monday night, right? So it's very early. Yeah. So far, Fantasy National projects Scheffler at 15%, Rory at 15%, and Rom at like 12.5%. I mean, they're all pretty close. Yeah. If it's that close, okay, so if it's that close come Wednesday night, do you still pay the extra 1200 bucks for Rom and you're only getting really 2 to 3% of an ownership break? I mean, you're Scheffler? only saying that because of Scheffler. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just not, such a discount. That's not the discount to to Rory. So I mean, I I think I'm okay with paying eleven eight for Rom. I really am. I'm okay with it. I'm just it's it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you know, talking about the fade, I I I can't decide in this range. So we do this from time to time when it's a stacked range and it's not super clear and it's a high carnage event. Yeah, the fade is whoever to me is the chalkiest of the top three. Mm-hmm. I'm just whoever that is. I'm willing to fade any of them, and I'm willing to pay for any of them. Well, so who do you think is going to be the chalkiest? Maybe Scheffler, coming off of the week he came off of. Is it, or is it going to be Rory because of the the history here? I mean, Scheffler's got a you know he's very limited history here, but will it be Rory because of the Players Championship 
history. I mean, they, they both had a chance to win the API. I mean, they, they could have both won yeah. it. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm at, like I said, I'm willing to play, play all three, any three. You should play whichever one you want to play, but just know that I think if it's that close, I'd rather just take the savings and play Scheffler and roll. I do think there's a chance for Rory. Now that I look, I think Rory's probably going to be the highest. I mean, Rob's consistent here, too, though. Yeah. He is good. I don't, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. I do know one thing. Xander Schauffele is going to get passed up. That, yeah. Go ahead and prepare yourself for that decision on Wednesday because is there, everybody's going to pick one or two of those top three, and then they're dipping to, like, Homa, Cantlay, JT. That's what's happening. Yeah. Xander's going to get left. And maybe he should. He's, he's never been very good here. But, but that, he had a second. Does it place. really matter? I know you're right. It doesn't. It seems like if you look at all the 9K, and a guy, 9K guys and above, like none of them have very consistent course history at all. Yeah. They just don't. Other than like Rom and JP. That's it. Everybody else has a lot of miscuts in there. They got bad finishes. They got some good finishes. It's just one of those weeks where you really can't rely a ton on course history. And I think you're going to look more at recent form and that kind of stuff just because of the fact that it's so inconsistent here. And that's just what you get on this golf course. I mean, it's a difficult golf course. There's guys that just don't have it. And if you, are, if you don't have it on a Pete Dye course like this, he's just going to yeah, you know, whip your ass. Yeah, you, you do kind of have to have it. You can't come in here trying to find it, trying to figure it out. Um, and I would also say this about course history. Since they moved it to March in 2019, I think that's really what we should look at. We should look at 2019, 2021, and really those two years. I mean, yeah. even, even last year, because of the crazy weather we had, it was such a major advantage to one wave over another. You know, I mean, it, it really kind of discounts all of 2022 totally. I mean, it is, this is going to play nothing like 2022. This is going to play like 2021 and 2019. Yeah. We were there in 2020, the day the world shut down after the chain smokers, and, and then Hideki had like a six under round one, and then everything stopped. Yeah. But 2019 and 2021 is it. Um, look at, look at Joanne in the chat. She's bold. Gonna fade the 10K and up, she says. All right. So, so she's, she's bucking the trend that I just read off here. And said, but I, you know, you, you, you gotta take some bold stances, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, AK says Rory should totally break 20%. Mitch, fly like a G6, says he loves Rombo this week. He's right there with you. Um, all right, let's, let's okay. I mean, what, I, I, wanna, I wanna sit on Xander here for a second. Like, is Xander really that bad? I mean, he's not that bad of an option, right? I mean, the, the irons are still dialed. Uh, let's see what he did. What did he do at API? Uh, I mean, he finished 39th, okay? So for the event, really the off, the, the ball striking wasn't really there. Let's see, approach. He gained with ball striking. Round one, round two, he gained ball striking. Round three, he lost three shots off the tee, and that killed him. And then round four, he lost almost four shots on approach. That's really bad. So, I mean, he had two bad rounds at API. Now, yeah. unfortunately, they were the last two rounds. But, so, so are, are we going to... I mean, look at, look at him before API, though. Like, are we going to totally discount a, a probably single-digit-owned... Xander Schauffele with his kind of firepower because of two you, bad ball striking rounds at the API. Do you think that he's single digit? I bet he could get I think he could be single digit. But I mean look yeah. at the look at the ball striking before that from the Genesis, Waste Management Farmers, Amex. Like I, I just I think that's gonna be a tough decision that we're all gonna have to make is am I going to ignore the the Xander Schauffele ten percent, nine percent, eight percent? Leverage. It'll be hard to ignore. Yeah. On the other hand, I think this week you have to take some of your your normal tendencies when you're putting your lineups together, like I tend to do. Like I, I'll go to course history a lot, even if even on a week like this when it show, it's telling you all the data in front of you saying, "Don't go off of course history really that much." I'll still start to look at it, and I think though this week though you got to kind of change your thinking a little bit. You know, you definitely want to look at ownership. Okay, but I do think you need to stick a little more towards the stat. Well, I think you need to. I think you need to. You need to be more beholden to that than if you're if you're a, if you're you know a course history guy like myself. You gotta you gotta really take it a lot of different things. And then I think you gotta have 
you got to have a lot of balls. Yeah. Okay. Like you have DB's big balls betting card. Yeah. We just got to have a lot of big balls when we're putting in our players and our lineups and feel uncomfortable with them, especially for GPPs. It's going to ha- like, you're going to have carnage. You're going to have guys that are pit- like the tilt your ass off channel is back, by the way. It's back. been resurrected back in, in the, the Discord. Discord. And it's going to go nuts this week. Everybody, it's going to be yes. so lit. Everybody's going to be so pissed off at their players. Yes. And, you know, but and probably uh, maybe us. Yeah. But by the way, that is a public service announcement for those of you in the Discord. Uh, now in the premium golf chat, golf chat thread on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, no more pissing and moaning in there. Move it all to the tilt your ass off channel that is in the Nut Hut now. It's been added back, back by popular demand. It's there. So you can now do that. Yeah. Um, okay, let, let's, let's continue. There's a, there's a guy in here that I, I know is going to be chalk. I, I feel very confident he's going to be chalk. He is my cat. He would be my cash play, and it would be Justin Thomas at $9,400. It feels like great value for JT. Starting to, to come around, play yeah. a little bit better after. Earlier in 2023, we talked about maybe he was kind of in a little bit of a slump. Doing better now. Um, well, he's going for back-to-back championships here. According to the PGA Tour, Because, yes. you know, they just totally wiped out what happened last year. So. 2022? Who won? No. Yeah. If you, yeah, we talked about that on our radio show that Cam Smith has mentioned coming, uh, coming to the Players' Championship to watch. And we talked about what kind of outfit he should wear to come in. I, I, we talked about a couple different options. He could do the... <laughs> my, goodness, my goodness. That just snuck up on me. <laughs> oh, He could do the... You uh, okay? Yeah, I'm good. Mm. He could do the like Groucho Marx thing with the mustache and the nose and the glasses and just yeah. walk in with his mullet. Or he could really lean into the dark side of Liv and wear like the Darth Vader outfit with the hood and like cut a slit in the back for the mullet to come out of. Yeah. He could wear his outfit, his exact outfit from when he won the players last See, that's year what on I Sunday. Think that's that's my vote. That's what you would do. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think Camp should do if he shows up to the players. And we talked about this because uh, we talked to Joe Idoni about the fact that would the tour let him in? And I'm like, the tour wouldn't have a choice. The 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 absolute mm-hmm. PR disaster. That would be on the PJ Tour if he literally went down to the Publix in Ponte yeah, Vedra, got him a him ticket, out. and walked up to come in and watch it as a patron or as a, you know, not a we're not in Augusta, but as a as a fan. If they turned him away, that would be a nightmare for the no, PJ Tour and Jay Monahan. They can't do that. No. I really hope he actually shows up. Surely he will. I don't I, think he will. He lives in Ponte Vedra. It would be fantastic. All right, so look, I get JT as a cash play. Okay. Um, I actually think there's some... I, I really love to play JT as a betting outright, but we can get into that into in the betting show. Yeah, and we will. But I feel like, and I know you're paying up a little bit more, I still feel like Max Home is a good cash play. Love Max Home. So I, I like him as a GPP play as well, but I do think he's going to be high owned. Here's the thing, where you're looking at like right next to Xander... You know, a guy that's been just on absolute fire. So he's definitely going to be higher in than like a guy like Zandler, Xander. That's where Xander. That's what I'm saying. Like Xander's yeah. sandwiched between. Cantlay's there. Yeah, he's sandwiched between yeah. those guys, and that's what's going to happen. But I do like Max Homa a lot in cash. As a matter, as a matter of fact, we did a, a cash lineup on the Better Sports Network mm-hmm. show, and we just started with JT and Max, and it, it still, still stayed pretty balanced. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So. Um, and Homa led the field in. Stroke scan approach T fourteen at the API, but still led the field in stroke scan approach at Arnold Palmer. Yeah, like he just didn't have a great putting week. I think he was a little subpar around the greens. No big deal. So like he didn't have his best stuff. Still led the field in approach. That's going to be the most crucial thing at at a Pete Dye course yeah. for sure. So I, I'm in on Homa. I do think he's going to be popular in terms of GPPs as well. Um, what any other names here we need to talk through? I mean, you, you're going to have. Probably low ownership on Sung Jay and maybe Tony Finau just with his bad record here. But other than that, I mean, I think people are going to play Cantlay. Yeah. People are going to be interested in Colin Morikawa. He missed the cut on the number at the API. No, I mean, yeah. that's not a big deal. I think, you, I think you could roll. Talk about hitting fairways, you know, hitting greens, not having to be super long at a Pete Dye course. That's perfect I feel for like I, Morikawa. You know, I mentioned this on the first look show. I, I feel like I'm, I'm still going to be on a break. You're gonna take. You're still gonna be Me on a break. Me and Morikawa aren't on a break just for now. Hmm. Does he know? No, Does I'm not gonna know? tell him. I gotta. I gotta save all my tweets for that for Matt Wallace. Yeah. 
Sung Jay's playing his what fifth event in a row? Fifth event in a row. How do we feel about that? I mean, he knew he he knew this was happening. I mean, he's so he's it's yeah. not like he's he probably ain't tired. I mean, I don't know. I mean, part of you know, I just feel like he's hard to fade here because I, this is a good this is a good course for him. Um, yeah, I don't think he does get tired. He plays so much anyway. Um. Yeah, I wish he would have maybe like skipped in something in there like the Honda, but he's not going to skip the Honda because he's won there. Yeah. So what's he going to do? He's got to play him on. He skipped Puerto Rico. Well, yeah, because he was at the API. Yeah. Yeah. Still. But I mean, hey, he could try. He could try. Um, Does that count as a skip? Yeah. Yeah. We'll give it. We'll, we'll count it for him. Uh, anybody else in this 9K, 10K range to talk through? I mean, obviously some studs up here. We'll talk more about them. I, I think the one that stands out to me that's really, I mean, we, again, we're, we're talking every name in here, but to me, Finau is like, he's the click that I just don't know what I could do with Finau. He's got a terrible record mm. here. He's been very consistent lately, you know, top 25s in his last three events. But there's just not a lot that excites me in, uh, as far as when you look at, like, the way he's played here in the past, it's never been that great. But like I said, course history. Who cares? He also uh, he also finished third at the Arnold Palmer in stroke gained approach. Like the ball yeah. striking was still there. I, I think Finau is going to be another is going to be a really interesting name that could also get squeezed a little bit in terms of ownership. I agree. Right there next to JT. And I'll play him. I, I don't I mean clearly he's he's obviously he's not had a tremendous track record here at uh, uh at Sawgrass. But I mean if we're looking I mean still he's finished he was, seven or he was twelve percent last week too. I think he'll be less than that for sure this week. So yeah you I get mean, like an eight, nine, ten percent fee now. Yep. At ninety two hundred, yeah. Like I don't care about the miscut last year because wave weather weird. Yeah. So the miscut in twenty twenty one, obviously we don't love. But in, in the two years we're counting that that really kind of matter, a twenty second and a miscut, like that's yeah. it. So why it's not that bad? And so then if you have him at nine ten percent, considering how well he's been playing at ninety two hundred, he is for sure some leverage that that I'm I'm willing to go ahead and take on. Like I I yeah. would feel, I would feel really. Really good about that. By the way, I want to say this. Okay. Okay. We have literally taught every single name in the 9K and above category. Okay. Now, some people will say, uh, Pat, and D, Pat and DB, we just, they name everybody. They name everybody in the 9K range and blah, 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 blah. But you know what? What we're doing is we're providing good information on every single one of those names because this is what happens in a field like this. Yeah. You know? You got to have the knowledge on everybody in here. Make a few of your own decisions. There's a few that we've said we like more than others, and then you just go from there. Yeah. But we're just giving you some good information from these top guys cuz these are the guys that are most talked about. And it's it's Monday. And so if it's DFS, you're watching the DFS show. DFS is all about ownership. So like we're processing through some of these big names. We're not going to process through the whole freaking field. We'd be here forever. But we're processing through some of these mm -hmm. big names out loud to talk through where we think the ownership could fall, where we're yeah. willing to kind of be on the lookout for it and, and fade it or eat it or whatever. And, and in a field like this, when you have that, you know, every player in the range is good. You, it's little bitty things with each one that puts you over the top because you can't play them all. So, you know, if you want to piss him out about it, sorry. Let's just watch another show. Um, all right. But I will say this. I'm excited about this, Pat. We do a lot of prize picks. We do a lot of like mm -hmm. props stuff, especially yeah. in the Discord. And, and in the Discord, that, that's really where we get into like really finalizing picks and finalizing what we, what we want to do. Because yeah. by the time Wednesday night chat rolls around, we've, we've gotten all this information, right? And now we know what things are going to look like. We're not just guessing on a Monday. But we, we've been doing these, these props with, with prize picks and, and making official bets and stuff like that in the Discord, slaying it. Um, Doing, doing, doing great with that. And, and the Nuthug community is doing great with that. We got contributors in the Nuthug killing it. But one of the things that I think would be nice is, Pat, you know, what if I was like, hey, did David and Pat really bet on those things? Did, did they really bet on the, on the prize picks mm -hmm. things? And, mm -hmm. and what about this guy over here that I, that I follow that gives me this prize picks uh, yeah. 
thing or this bet or this parlay, does he really, does she really bet it? Um, are they any good? Are they even any good? Well, we think that you should have some transparency. And there's a way to get that transparency. And that same way can help you track your bets and your props and your you know, fantasy plays and all that good stuff. And we are thrilled to announce a brand new partnership with Picket. The Picket tracker app is incredible and it is free to download. In fact, they're going to pay you dollars, literally pay you dollars in PayPal or Venmo. Yeah. You took my dollars today. Yes, I did. I got yeah. $3 off of Pat. When you download this free app that is free everywhere, iOS, Android, whatever, link is in the description of the podcast and the YouTube video. You use referral code TJ when you sign up. You have to use the referral code TJ when you sign up. Then when you link one of your sports books or gaming apps, prize picks, underdog, whatever, when you link one of those, you will get $3 or you will get $100. That's right. Somebody wins $100 on Picket every day. Could be you. Or even if it's not you, they're at least going to give you three bucks. Three bucks. Well, that's, every day? That's a beer. That's a beer. Every day. Every day because they're, they're adding new users all the time. Okay. But you can track your bets. Uh, you can track our bets. For example, let's, I mean, let's just take a look at this, Pat, because this is just beautiful. This is DB. If you want to go look me up, Tour Junkies DB on the Picket app, you can see my January, my February. How good of a start to the year I've had yeah. in prize picks is right here. You can see my total history. It's way better than mine. ROI, all that. Then you can even go, man, well, what's he doing so well on? Well, you can click on my prize picks, and you'll see my prize picks record, ROI. You can even see what I'm best at, what type mm -hmm. of bets, what type of plays I'm doing the best at. Uh, it's an incredible, incredibly powerful app, uh, and, and it got you covered for every sport, every sports book imaginable. Check them out. Uh, the promo code or referral code is TJ. You got to put that in to get the cash. And it's the Picket app. Search Picket, P-I-K-K-I-T, or click on the description here in the show. It is a very cool. Yeah, don't link Monkey Knife Fight. Yeah, because Monkey Knife Fight's dead. It just died. Yeah, They're gone. Yeah. Don't link Monkey Knife Fight. You can link any sports book, any prop site, any of that. And it keeps track of it. It's incredible. It even shows you like, you know, what, hand, what the handle is, what the bet percentage is for certain bets or certain contests or golf tournaments or NBA action, NFL, baseball, whatever. It is the most impressive betting tracker app I've ever seen. So um, check them out, pick it, support us, and let's, uh, let's continue to go down into the 8K range, Patrick. Okay. 8K range is, uh, is obviously chock full of some goodness in here. Same, same sort of questions. Questions we ask ourselves is who, where's the chalk going to be? Mm -hmm. Where's some leverage opportunities, cash opportunities? And I, th I think it'd be pretty easy to say Jason Day at 8,000 8, is a cash play. I would definitely agree there, and I think he'll have some chalk. Yeah. He will uh, as a matter of fact, I think most of the chalk lies down at the bottom of this range. I think you got Jason Day. I think you got Terrell Hatton. Okay. It's going to be chalky. I think Shane Lowry could end up I was being wondering chalky. if you were going to say that. Yeah, I think Shane Lowry could have some chalk to him. Golly, I was kind of – I was wondering if you, if, you would, if you would bring that up. I and thought he was going to be sneaky because of too. What, like, I Maybe think you're going to see more, you know, more plays like we just said, Max Homa, you know, and a JT, like taking two 9K guys. Or if you play Rom like I am, um, you know, you're going to have to kind of go straight down to the lower 8K range. And I think there's a, a lot of reasons, too. You can skip some of these guys in the higher end of this 8K range as well. For instance, a Jordan Speed, who does absolutely suck here consistently. I don't know when he's ever played well here, and I know he's coming off of a good week last week, but there were still some of the same old things he's doing. It's just like... But he said he loves his core. Yeah, but... Okay, but hold on. Let me, let me play devil's advocate here. Can I play devil's advocate? Yes. We gotta put blinders on outside of 2019 and 2021. Just yeah. put the blinders on. It doesn't yeah. matter. Before 2019, it's, it's May, it's hot, it's Bermuda, it's, it's uh, I know, but no even overseas. before that, he didn't play well. Or I know. after it. Like, never. But I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, yeah. before, it was, when it was in May, he didn't play well. Who cares? Who cares? Totally different golf course. Totally so different. are you saying we have zero sample size of a good... No, year? I'm saying we have two years. 2019, 2021. Everything else, toss it out the window. Okay. So, so now you're looking at Jordan Spieth in two opportunities at a highly, you know, high-variance okay. golf course to begin with. In two opportunities, all he's done... Is a miscut and a T48. Is that a huge deal? No. I mean, 
It's maybe not. not. No, I guess not. I would say the same but, thing. Look at Shane Lowry, okay? In those two years, Shane Lowry miscut T8. How is that much different than Tony Finau in those two years, miscut T22? It's like probably I don't shot. know. Two I don't shots. know if we can only take those couple years and like just throw out everything else. You cannot tell me that 2022 is has any predictive value to this year. There's no way. No, I'm not saying 2022, but I, I okay. still think in general. So we throw that one out. But I still think in general, like I know they changed it from May to March, all of that. I get it, but it's still not like that big of a difference. It's not that big. Maybe when we get on site, we'll go. We'll find one of our friends that's played here a lot. And the we'll one thing him. I will say about Spieth that I think I am going to like is the fact that I still think people just don't feel comfortable ever playing. And so his ownership is almost always relatively low. We talked about this with Listener League winner, Bert. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you get a, if you get a Jordan Spieth at 5% ownership or somewhere in that range. Bert, Bert's literally in the chat talking about it. Did yeah. you read this? No, we were. I, I remember that. this conversation. Yeah, but he literally typed it as you said it. Yeah, but I can't. There's Bert. Yeah, but Steve, I know. I'm bad. You let, you, yeah, so this is just serendipity. Way to go! You guys really bonded in the golf cart. I guess. I, know, I guess so. I can't read it from here. You told me I couldn't look at the chat. I know. No, I, I, I was wondering. So he was at six percent at the API. If you're gonna get five or six percent on Jordan Spieth, you I have might, to play him. I might. Yeah, you I'm have talking to. myself into it. You I'm talking myself to. into it. But, um, but anyway, <laughs> so, but I do think that's why one thing I do think a lot of the chalk is going to fall at the bottom of this AK range. Jason Day, Shane Lowry, Terrell Hatton, that's where the chalk is going to be. I don't think it's going to go to Jordan. I don't. I don't think it's going to be on Victor either or Willie Z. So I feel like that's, you know, if we're just talking about the chalk, and that's where it is going to be. But Jason Day, to me, is the cash play for sure. Um, my, who's your fade? Jordan? No, I don't think it can be because I, I just taught myself into playing him if he's pretty low-owned. I think it's going to be Willie Z. Really? Yeah. Mine's Cam Young. See, I, part of me wants to really play Cam Young. I was, I was on him last week. I love Cam Young, man. Okay, I, I do too, but... He's he, he makes large putting. he makes large numbers and he, he does, does suck putting yeah. and his driver is not going to necessarily be like this is not full unleash the Kraken driver territory no, it's at not. a peak die design. Now Willie Z is is intriguing to me more so than than Cam Young, but Cam Young is my my fade. Um, I mean I, I think. You know, Spieth at low ownership is 100% in play. The other guy in this range that there's a big question mark to me is what if we get not 5% Jordan Spieth, but what if we get 5% Hideki? Uh, what, what, are, what, are our, what are we going to I think this is, you know, Hideki is one that I'm, you know, I think you, did you ask me this question on the, on the show earlier today? The shows are running together. I don't think so. But we were talking about, like, what are some narratives that we're interested in finding out while we're down um, in Pontevedra? One of them for me, actually two in this range. Oh, Fitzy Fitzpatrick and, yeah. and Hideki. I would like to know, like, how they're feeling this week. Mm-hmm. If they're feeling pretty good and, you know, we're going to see some lower ownership, I think Hideki and Fitzy could be very good plays. Those are two that I'm really looking forward to seeing either tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, and I'll report back. But I, I think they're... Um, I don't know how we're going to find out, especially on Hideki. I don't know how we're going to find out that he's... Well, you know, we have our ways. I mean, Hideki in seven attempts at the players has missed two cuts, has an 8th, 22nd, 7th, 17th, 23rd. And technically he won in 2020. And then in 2020, shot six under day one. Yeah. Like, okay, and then, okay, he, he misses the cut at the Arnold Palmer. He lost 2.8 strokes off the tee, so despite being terrible off the tee, he still gained strokes with his approach play, lost a, a wild amount of strokes around the green. Like, that's very bad for Hideki to lose 2.2 strokes around the green. He missed the cut by three shots. Not, not ideal. Not, not optimal. Um, I, I, I am intrigued. 
I think a 5% Hideki, 6-7% Hideki is interesting. Yeah. And then other than that, like in the 8K range, I don't really have a whole lot of other. I mean, I'll be very interested to see what Spieth comes in at. Interested in Lowry. I do think for sure Jason Day is going to be chalk. And that just might be a play him in cash or bet him top 20 or outright or top whatever. I think, I think by now you've probably already missed the best outright value on Jason Day. But I'm going to be interested to see where Lowry comes in, Hideki, Spieth, maybe Willie Z. And this is obviously a, a stack range as well. Yeah. But biggest question marks, you know, Hideki and Fitzpatrick from a health standpoint. But, and then Tom Kim. I mean, I do think Tom Kim fits the mold here, but no – no real Pete Dye experience that we have to speak of, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I want to do with Tom Kim. Tom Kim on 17 feels electric. Yeah. If Tom Kim does something really good on 17, it's good. I'd like to. Yeah. It feels like he's kind of cooled a little bit. Does it to you? Feels like well, he's I little... mean, it's just, but the thing is, he really has not played that that poorly. No, he hasn't played bad. He's just not like he's not in the he mix. Was. He's kind of like, yeah, floating around. You know, he's 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 yeah. in the in the back of the pack, uh, but still making cuts. But he's just not he's not in contention like he was, which is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um. All right. Well, okay. That cool. That's AK. Let's let's the seven K range is huge. Uh, there's a lot of people in 7K. Are you missing any announcements that you're supposed to be talking about? I don't think so. Oh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Don't forget, you can win the master stuff. You can win the master's merch. We will literally go shopping for you. Three ways to win. They're up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening, three ways to win. What's going to happen is if you win one of these, we are going to reach out to you, get your address, get your sizes, get your wish list, and we're going to take your wish list and go to the Augusta shop during master's week, and we're going to purchase our best, whatever we can get from your list, for $500 and then ship it to your door if you win. Now, the $500 shipping, uh, the $500 merch, you have to give a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and write a review. And in the written review, write your Instagram, Twitter handle, your email address, whatever, mm-hmm. something we can get in touch with you. In the, and if you're a Spotify listener, just rate it five stars. The 300, then we're going to give someone $300 in merch, and all you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button, and bing bong, you're in the contest for $300. Yeah. Okay? And then finally, we're going to give another person $200 in merch, and all you have to do is subscribe to our weekly email list. We send out two emails a week, the heavy petting email on Tuesdays, the chalk bomb email on Wednesdays. They go out to the same list, so uh, subscribe in the description below. YouTube or podcast is in the description. If you're already subscribed, you've already written reviews, you're already entered to win. But we're going to spend $1,000 on merch during that week and send it to three different people. So get involved so you can get you some of that. You know what I just noticed about that graphic? What? I think that my face is pasted on a female caddy. And not that that matters, but the, the hips look really high. <laughs> the, way, the way the hand I is never on the hips, that. those are high hips for a, a male. You're caddying for your, uh, your significant and, and, other in the and, par three right and there. Like, yeah, and like then it's just my face on there, but I'm pretty sure that's a woman caddy. I don't know. The hands look kind of masculine, if you ask me. They look a little bit like sausages. I don't know. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Anyway. It's funny that you noticed that. Um, yeah. Get, get, in on, uh, get in on that. Are there no. other announcements I'm missing? Uh, listener event. Oh, yeah. We'll come back to that. Okay. Um, all right. Hold on. Can we start? So I, gotta, I, have, I have to pee. I have to refill my drink. Okay. I need, I need you to step in here. I got I to gotta, I gotta refresh here. 7K range. Um, there's obviously a lot to talk about. I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. Is there a bathroom? No. No, that's an attic. Um, anyway, all right, we'll get into the 7K range here. I think there's a lot of interesting names that we can go with. Um, hey, hope y'all are doing well. Um, all right, here we go. Um, I'm going to start with a guy at the top. 
that I am just a little bit enthralled with this week, and that's Tommy Ladd. Yeah, Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood is calling me. He's calling me this week, and I want to play him. Now, look, there's a few things about Fleetwood that I like. First off, you know, he's been playing pretty well recently. You know, his strokes gained approach has been good, okay? If Tommy Fleetwood last week at the API would have just putted halfway decent, halfway decent, he would have had a much better finish. We would have been, we would have been happy. I was shocked, by the way, that his ownership was so high, almost 19%. But if he lost five strokes putting at the API last week. Strokes gained around the greens, gained there, gained on approach like he always does, gained off the tee, gained strokes, gained tee to green. So he has been doing extremely well, and he's actually putted well. He putted well at the Genesis, and then, boom, lost five strokes putting. So Tommy Fleetwood is, is uh, he's just, he's calling me this week. And I think I'm going to play him. Tommy's calling you? Yeah, Tommy is calling me. Going to play some Fleetwood this week. Um, you can take the cooler, yeah. You switch around to the other side. All right. Who else I like in here? I'll give you a couple more names that I really like. Siwoo. I'm going to play Siwoo oh, for yeah. sure. He is at 7,600. Oh, Siwoo. You got to love him this week. I think this is a great... Now, look. He's won here before, obviously, but Siwoo. Woo. Wait a minute. You haven't met Siwoo yet, have you? No. Oh, dude, you're going to get to meet Siwoo. I get to meet Siwoo? Yeah, we'll meet him tomorrow or Wednesday, I guarantee you. Oh, that is... I didn't even have a... I didn't think about it. You're going to get to meet him, dude. Um, this is the side of last year when I, uh, you know, yeah. kind of accosted him. Here's where the chalk is, though, DV. Oh, where's, where's the chalk going to be? I got two spots where the chalk's going to be. Keegan Bradley at 7,500, I think, is going to be chalky. Yep. And Ricky Fowler is also going to be chalky. I I think there's going to be some chalk there around Ricky. Both of those guys at 7,500. Right smack dab in the middle, I think, is where you're going to see some chalk between those two guys. And you know what? I am, um, I feel like I'm okay with eating it. Except for, I don't know, if Keegan's, like, really chalky, which I don't think. You know what? I'll I'll be a little bit concerned. (sighs) We talked about that. On the be- on the Better Sports Network show, can I say something? I actually think I'm gonna eat the Keegan chalk. I think I'm gonna do it. I- of all the things that could happen to you, to if you like, if you eat I'm that chalk, so excited. You to- eat that chalk and you're like munching down on it. You got w- white chalk coming off of your mouth. And then you go into the Tilt Your Ass Off channel on Friday. Oh, yeah. And he's like five over through eight. Oh! See, that's what's going to happen to you. That's what's going to happen. I'm going ahead and predicting it right now. Pat, don't you put that, that negativity on me. Yeah, I, listen. I'm just telling you. If I'm eating chalk between those two, I'm, eat, I'm eating the Ricky Fowler. Pat, thing. you're talking to the guy who hit Keegan Bradley when he won the Zozo, okay? okay you're talking yeah. to a, not lifelong, but, you know... A significant, a dog lifelong in human years, mm. Keegan Bradley fan, and I, I actually think, what if, what if Keegan is the chalk, and then ev- on then on Wednesday when everybody's doing their touty shows like us, and and everybody goes, oh, should I play Keegan at eighteen percent? And everybody's like, oh, hell no. You don't play Keegan at eighteen percent. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Would you like a stapler to your? Would you like a stapler to your wiener? No, sir. I no. would not like that. And then, and then, so then everybody's gonna bounce off of Keegan, and I'm gonna be standing there, holding firm, standing strong. Mm. You know, I I think I'm gonna play Keegan Bradley regardless. I think I'm gonna do it. If he's fifteen percent owned, I'll play him at. 25%. I'll be a little overweight, over leverage, and I'm in. I, I love where everything is pointing for Keegan. I, I I'm just, in. Okay, I don't think I can be that. I wasn't in a few hours that ago. Now I'm in. in. That you were in, like, you know. Now I'm in. Okay. Do you know who I want to play for no reason at all? And there, there's always got to be a few people in here that okay. you can play for no reason at all. Okay. Alex Noren. Oh, no. The no. first time this year I've even mentioned his name. You know, I love Alex Norm in Dude, general. no. He's been, he's killed me. 
I don't care. I think this is like the tournament where all of a sudden Alex Noren comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Now, he has played well here in the past, so I'll, I'll at least give him that. But I, I've said it's not necessarily what we need to go by. But I, I think Alex Noren can play. I, I, think, I think we could see him just, you know, he's going to have zero ownership. What, what is he going to be, like 1% owned? No, he'll be a little, he'll be like three, two or three. He, I, I, he's like the gut play ugh. that you don't have any, I don't have any like ugh. data or anything that I could say like, but Alex Norton is, is the gut play for me. Um, all right. Who else do I have? Can I tell you a name that I've not really been on that I'm going to play now? So, I mean, I, obviously I can give you a lot of names and you'll be like, if I said Keegan, everybody'd be like, Oh no shit. D- DB loves Keegan. I'm playing Sahith. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm ready to take, I'm ready to, to, I'm ready to get weird with Saith. You're going to let him just spray it all over the place off the tee, and, like, and that's, that's what you're going to... Yeah, I think I might. You're going to let that happen think, to you? Uh, well, hopefully he clubs down a little bit, I, uh, you know, because he doesn't, he doesn't have to go full bore here. Um, but I, I kind of think, think I want to. I, I don't even know where Saith is. I think is. he's where feeling frisky. He? He's in the mid-sevens. Oh, there he is. Okay. Yeah, so I, I was eyeballing him a little bit. And then I was trying to find some names of guys who just disappointed a little bit, right? And here's another one. This guy missed the cut at the Arnold Palmer, and he missed it by one shot. Okay. What about what about old Adam Hadwin? Yeah, well, you know, me and Adam have a weird relationship. See? I didn't know. But that. I feel like um this is a week for him. You know, he makes a lot of cuts. He's, and that's kind of where, where he's priced. Yeah. You want, like, a, a good made cut and then a potential for, like, yeah. a 35th place finish. Yeah, he's played here seven times. He's missed two cuts. He's got a 30th, a 29th in, uh, in 2021, key year. Probably got the good side of the draw last year, finished ninth. But at, at the API, um, he... He had really just one bad, he had one bad round. Mm-hmm. Round one got him. He lost, he lost a little bit off the tee, which he always does. He was pretty bad on approach. He lost 2.47 shots round one, then lost three shots putting, which is unheard of for Adam Hadley. Then the very next day, he shot two under, gained almost two shots off the tee, gained a half a shot on approach, gained over a half a shot around the green, and gained almost a shot putting. Like, he just yeah. had one... Off day, primarily on the green, misses the cut by the, on the number, and then that's it. So I, I think Hadwin, with his record here, feels like a guy who's going to hit a lot of fairways, hit a lot of green and reg. Let's, let's roll. Yeah, I'm, I'm with like you there. The play. Finally, I will say in this 7K range for me, I, I am uh, just all over Keith. Yeah. Keith Mitchell yeah. is one of my favorite plays in here. Yeah. He's 7,400. We'll talk to him Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, we should. He's in just an excellent form, you know, with the T4 at Pebble Beach. He, you know, made the cut. Phoenix Open, T42, fifth at the Genesis. Top 25 last week at the API. Really kind of a sneaky top 25, I think, because nobody really was, he wasn't doing all that much. But still, in that field, pretty good. And you get him again this week. Um, has a sort of a mixed history here, but that's okay. I'm, I'm yeah. okay with that. He's had some good finishes mixed in with some bad ones. But I think, uh, I think Keith Mitchell, just the way he's playing right now, is, is fantastic, and I do like him. So uh, there you go. Um, you talked about Tommy Ladd? He was who I talked about first. Yeah, I, I think I'm in. said on. he was calling me, and somebody in the chat said, if he's calling you, hang up the phone. No, I, no, I think he's calling no. both of us. I think we're going to three-way Tommy. Mm-hmm. On the phone, like, oh, a, yeah, yeah. like a three-way call. Um, mm. He's call, call, calling me, too. Calling me, Tommy. Call me. I, uh, hello? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tommy. Oh, yeah. I'll sure. play you. Yeah, we'll, sure, man. we'll put yeah, you in we'll, the lineup. We'll come along. Uh, yeah. Ball striking was good at API. The, yeah. the, the putting was pretty lackluster, but got a great record here at TBC. And the cankles should hold up well in the wind. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. I'll see you then. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in on Tommy Ladd. Good. Okay. Um, agreement. Agreement there. Any other, uh, I don't want to name everybody, but you know who I'm, I'm effing done with is Gary Woodland. I, I kind of got suckered into Gary Woodland last week, and I'm not, I, I shouldn't have done it, and I did it. I'm out on that guy for a long time. Long time. When, 
Never. Is the anybody never. out there, like, you know how, like, you're kind of like the Siwoo Whisperer, maybe the Keegan Whisperer? Yeah. Is anybody the Gary Woodland Whisperer? Like, yeah. does anybody take him when it's the right time? Yeah. Um, Miss Cleo. Like, the, if you can tell, the, it, if you're a fortune teller, you get Gary Woodland right. That's it. Yeah. I don't even think Gary Woodland gets Gary Woodland right. I, yeah. I guarantee you, Gary... Plenty of times, it's like steps on the first tee of a tournament. He's like, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm about to crush these MFers. And then before you know it, he's trunk slamming. Can't stand it. So over it. All right. Um, I'm eating the Keegan chalk. I'm doing that. Also, there's some, other, there's some names in here. We can't name them all, but there's some names in here that I normally don't play, and I'm interested in it. Hit me up in the nut hut. Let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. Before we get to the 6K draft, the listener event. Did you tell him? No, I didn't have time. I was I was too enthralled by it. You know, Tommy Ladd called me, so I had to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see where I because I I'm gonna forget the details. We are having a listener meetup. It is happening. I'm excited about it. Where did I write it up? I'm trying to find it. Um, I got a lot of paper. Where did I, did I? I thought I put it somewhere. Oh no, here it is. Here it is. Okay. So we had Golby's Cup. Everybody loved it. We're going to do something not similar, but similar, okay? And, and this is going to be a limited offering. 20 people max can do this thing. And um, we're very grateful for the King and Prince Resort and Golf Club in St. Simons Island, Georgia, right there where they play, like the RS, near where they play the RSM Classic, yeah. down there in Sea Island. Uh, they're giving us a two-night package with two rounds of golf at the King and Prince. So... It's going to be a smaller, intimate feel. You know, you're going to get intimate with me and Pat. Mm-hmm. We're going to play a couple rounds of golf. We're going to have some, a couple good meals together, some drinks. Some, uh, we're going to have fun, okay? But it's going to be a little late, more laid back, less structured uh, than maybe Golby's Cup was. And, and again, only opening it up to the first 20 people. There's a lot of information about this in the Nut Hut. I'll make sure I repost that. But... Um, there's single occupancy and double occupancy rooms available uh, for both the resort and the hotel nearby, ranging from uh, double occupancy at the hotel to is $6.99 for the week per person, and then goes all the way up to single occupancy at the King and Prince Resort for $1,200 a person. And again, that is just your lodging and your golf. Food and beverage is on you for the rest of the week. Um, so starting at $6.99 per person, going up to $1,200 a person roughly. Is what we're talking about. That's in uh, that's double occupancy situation. We also have single occupancy, like that. Um, if you are interested, email us info at tourjunkies.com. Info at tourjunkies.com. Just email us and say, hey, I'm interested. It's not going to commit you to anything. We're still working on cl- getting the payment situation sorted out. Um, so we'll be able to take that for you. But you know, like I said, golf, drinks by the fire pit, dinner with the gang, drunken DB and Pat fights potentially. Uh, and, and just a good time. Kind of a buddy's trip vibe. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in, you need to email us, info at tourjunkies.com, very, very quickly. You'll save some money if you bring somebody with you and you do the double occupancy room and you guys are cool staying together. You'll save some money that way. Um, but it's a good rate. The rates are better than what they're advertised on their website. We're getting a discount from the King of Prince on this. It's going to be fun. It's April 21st through April 23rd. So we've got a little over a month Towards the end of April, April 21st through the 23rd, limited to 20 people. Let us know if you are in or if you have any questions. That's the event. And hopefully if it goes well, we'll do some more in the fall. Okay, 6K draft. You ready? Yes. Last week's 6K draft continues to crush people. I mean, this thing is like, the, it's the hottest new thing out there. People. I mean, if you're not taking your 6K player pool from our 6K draft, you are sucking, okay? Because last week, this is what we did. We had only two players miss the cut, Joseph Bramlett and Alex Smalley. We had Ben Taylor finish T53. Mm-hmm. Adam Schink, who was the family sweat bet. We got a new one of those rocking this week. Thanks to our friends at the Leaderboard app. That will be announced on the betting show. Adam Schink finished T31. So close to the top 20. Somebody would have yeah. got paid. Justin Suh finished T24. And Ben Griffin kept on rolling. T14. So we had two guys in the top 25, a T31, a T53, and only two miscuts. Yeah. Crushing it. I, I, it's been amazing. All right. 
You started last week. Okay. I'm starting this week. And I'm going to start cheap. You ready? This is one of the cheapest guys that I'm digging. He is um, crushing it tee to green on Pete Dye courses. Great putter. Really good, well, decent putter. Really good around the greens. Plenty long. Actually has a decent record at the players. He's coming off a 29th at the Honda, 14th at the Waste Management, 37th at Torrey Pines. Played here twice. In 2021, he finished 22nd. That's key. Last year he finished 50th, but who cares because it's 2022. His name is Dylan Fratelli at $6,200. That's how confident I am in Dylan Fratelli, the South African. He's playing well. I like it at 6,200. He allows you to do a whole lot up top if you want it. I think he's at least going to give you that made cut. I think he's got some serious upside too. All right, I can't argue with you there. Um, I, I like the fact that you're giving us a guy that, that can you know, help you fit in some of these higher-priced guys that we need to have in our lineups. So I'm going to start with a guy that we, I'm just going to keep going with Justin Suh. I mean, 6,600. Yeah, right him. You know, look, the guy is one of the best drivers in this, this field. He is number one, by the way, in good drives gained in this field. Look at his just the recent results have been absolutely, I mean, just amazing. Top 25 last week, T5 at the Honda, T40 at the Genesis. So I think Justin uh, is another one we just plug in again at 6,600. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path here. Okay, We're going to get a lot of 6K questions. We'll get a lot of 6K questions in the Wednesday night chat, uh, or Ben will. So I'm going to go off the beaten path because I could give you some, some normal names that I would say regularly, but tonight I'm going to give you a guy who finished, I think, 14th at the Arnold Palmer, if I remember correctly. You know, and it's one of those courses where, oh, you got to have some history around Bay Hill. You got to know your way around. It's a weird event, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to know where to hit the, the, the uh, you know, where the cutoff of the dog legs and the not, not missing the water. Yeah, those things. You got to know all that stuff, right? Well, this guy said, uh, bump you. I don't have to know shit because I'm awesome. And he finished 14th. And you know what he did? He gained Gain strokes off the tee, gain strokes on approach, gain strokes around the green, and gain strokes putting. He gain strokes everywhere. Ryan Fox, the New Zealander, the Kiwi, Mr. Ryan Fox. He's just super talented. He's 6700 bucks. The guy has won multiple times on the, on the DP World Tour. Alfred Dunhill Links, Ross Kaima, ISPS Handa, Honda Handa, whatever that is. Uh, he's just won all over the world. He's a stud. He's done good in majors. He hits it a mile. I don't care that he's not played the players. I don't care. He's just super talented. Way too talented to be 6700 bucks. Ryan Fox. Okay. Um, well, look, I think this one's easy, DB. I think this is an easy one, and, and you know what? That means it's probably not going to be that easy. But Johnny oh, Vegas. I love this. 6800 I'm so glad you said him. Absolutely a huge fan of him. I mean, look. This is a guy that, if you just want boxes checked, I mean, he's 12th in ball striking in this field. Top 31 in strokes gained to pros. Top 25 in par 5 scoring. He has um, got great a great record here. Got a great record here mm-hmm. on this golf course. Has made a lot of cuts over the last few years. And then you just look at his recent results. I mean, they're good. T21 at the Honda. T56 at the Genesis. T23 at the Phoenix Open. So, you know, two top 30s, really two top 25s in his last three events. Johnny Vegas at 6,800. I love him as uh, one of our 6K plays, dude. Absolutely love that. Okay. Johnny Vegas is a lock for me in that 6K range. All right, I, I got two. I, I have to give a bonus. Let me just say this because he's so near and dear to my heart. I think the easy thing for me to say would be $6,900 Kirk Kittyam. You're Kitty Kitty. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah. that would be the easy thing. Yeah. It would be easy. And listen, I hope people go. Oh, man, first-time winner on the PGA Tour, going to be a hangover situation. He's never played the players. I'm out. Which would make sense if he were, you know, 8,200. Yeah. But at 6,900, I think we keep rolling with Kitty Young. But I'm not going to – I'm not that, – that's too easy, I think. That's yeah. too easy. But I did the sleepers video last week. Both players did fantastic. In fact, uh, I think I had one, uh, one finish like 30-something – and then this guy, who was in the Sleepers video, video at 6K and 3% ownership, finished T8. And I think that there's been a little change that might, help, might have helped this guy kind of come out of a rut. Mm-hmm. Davis Riley is the play yeah. at 60, 
$500 in People in the chat should have listened to him. We were talking him we up. talked him up. Yeah. In this field, this stacked field, a guy who's 6,500 in the last 24 rounds is 15th in the field in strokes gained approach. Is that an important stat this week? I believe it is. Yeah. It's about yeah. as important as bringing your golf clubs to the golf course. Yeah. Okay. Very, very important. What did he do? At the Arnold Palmer, well, he gained strokes off the tee, he gained strokes approach, he gained strokes around the green, he gained strokes putting. He did it all. Um, I don't believe he's ever played here before, but it doesn't matter. Like, I, I just think there's, there's so much upside for Davis Riley, that sweet swinging, you know, Alabama boy. No, he's never played here before. But I, he just got Ryan Palmer's old caddy on the bag, veteran caddy. Maybe that changeup sometimes just helps guys reset. And now we've seen him play pretty solid for, I think, the last couple of weeks in a row, right? I mean, uh, yeah, the Honda and the API. So I think it's time to get back on Davis Riley after, uh, you know, a few, few, few bad tournaments. I'll yeah. go Davis Riley. Okay. All right. Well, DV, this is where, is it my turn? Yeah. Um, yeah we, we have done? one more. We have one more. Okay. I really want to go well. No. But I think I'm not. I'm I don't not. Want to. I but don't the want 10 to. birdies on, on Sunday this past weekend had to, had to make you think a little bit. Yeah, well. Had to make you listen, think. Listen, as a, a guy bit. who made a lot of birdies yesterday, that doesn't always matter. Well, that's, that's true. Um, so I'm kind of in between a couple guys here. Um, I like Trey Mullinax, actually. Uh, top 10, by the way, Me last too. week at, at the API. So I like Trey Mullinax. And then Adam Spenson. We had. Joe Idoni, yep, on the Better Sports Network show, he is a big Adam Svensson fan. Yeah, he is. So I think I'm going to lean there and go Adam Svensson here. He's at 6,600, top 25 last okay. week at the API, top 50 at the Honda, top 10 at the Genesis. So he's on a little bit of a good run here. A guy that you know, I think plays shorter course as well. And like, you know, I think a lot of people think of the players as just like at, at TPC Sawgrass as such a you know beast of a course, and it is because it's so difficult. But it's not necessarily that long. No, okay. It's not. And Adam Svensson, I think, is better in a shorter golf course. The, look, just a fantastic player. He's cheap, 6,600. I like him in, uh, in our lineup. All right, that's the 6K draft. Ryan Fox, Justin So, Dylan Fratelli, Johnny Vegas, Davis Riley, and Adam Svensson. That's the DraftKings DFS show. Check out the betting show with special guest Lisa Ann making a tremendous appearance on yes. the show. Check that out. Let's have a great week. We'll be at Sawgrass. Get in the Nut Hut. Get in the Discord. That's where all the intel is going to get. Ben, Chalk Bomb Ben doing the, the, the Wednesday night live chat. It's going to be a great week. Make your screens be green. See you. Out!